What is up, school studies? Happy Tuesday, everyone. October 11, 2022, and welcome to episode number 432 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for joining me here today as we continue to recover from the ass whooping. <laughs> There's no better way to put it. At the hands of the Buffalo Bills. And Tomlin Tuesday is today, Mike Tomlin's press conference. We're going to hear what he has to say, if there's any personnel shifts, any coaching changes. He was asked after the game if personnel and coaching changes were on the table. He said that all were. So if something's going to happen, we'll hear about it today. Or maybe it'll leak even before. And I'm going to get into all of that, where this Pittsburgh Steelers team stands now, what's probably going to transpire ahead of time. Before I do that, just want to make a note that Jim Wexel and I will be recording a new episode of the Still City Insider podcast today around 1 p.m. following Tomlin's press conference. That will be up later, so make sure you check that out. Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers having covered the team since 1995. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. And also, don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. Anyway, the aftermath of Mike Tomlin's worst loss. The worst loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers since 1989 when they lost to the Cleveland Browns 51 to nothing. And I just want to point out that season they did go on to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. However, there is precedent for getting smoked and finding your way back into the thing. Anything is possible in the NFL. Again, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we could sit here and act like we know everything that's going to transpire over the next, how many games left? 12 games, but we just, we don't know. So that's what makes it fun. Anyway, my thoughts on the game two days removed from it. Obviously, there are a lot of areas for this team to clean up. A lot of things that need to improve and get better in order for them to just win win another game. And just going back to Kenny Pickett, you know, I don't know if we're giving him enough credit for how he played against Buffalo, in Buffalo, in that type of hostile environment, that's his first start going against a top NFL defense. Not getting help from his receivers. Going back to that one throw on third down where he threw across his body and it hits Deontay Johnson squarely in the hands and he drops it. You know, those plays, when you convert on those third downs, you keep the, the ball moving. You know, that potentially could turn into points, but... You know, that momentum was lost. Poor play by Johnson. But the one thing that stands out about Pickett is he is accurate. He's got nice touch on the ball. He seems like a smart quarterback who understands what he's seeing on the field. Now, he's not perfect. There are definitely throws that he missed. And I think the biggest thing for him is just he doesn't have that elite arm talent. Now, we'll have to see... If some deep shots are chalked up down the field as the season progresses, 
but just kudos to Pickett and what he's done. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but something else to just start to think about. Let's say that this Pittsburgh Steelers season continues to unfold the way that it has. They continue to lose games. Again, they've lost four straight now. But let's say they are in a position where they have the first or second overall pick and one of those elite college quarterbacks are available there. What do they do at that point? Do they stick with Pickett? Do they ride with him and continue to grow and develop him? Or do they pass up a quarterback with all the tools and intangibles? I would have to think that if Pickett plays well this year and continues to show out like he has just in his limited action, that even if they were drafting first or second overall, then they would just draft the best player available or potentially try to trade with another team for more draft capital. So I couldn't see them going after another quarterback. I feel like they have their guy now, unless the bottom just falls completely out on Kenny Pickett's performances the rest of the season. But I don't see them going after a quarterback. They have a lot of work to start rebuilding this defense. They're going to need some defensive linemen. There's no doubt about that. And again, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but you've you've got some really difficult decisions that you have to start making about a lot of players on this defense and what you're going to do there. So, you know what? What else is strange too? Isaiah Loudermilk is healthy now. He hasn't dressed since he's been healthy. He's been a healthy scratch. And for as much promise as he showed last year, and for as bad as Chris Wormley has been, he is just, he's never been good against the run. He's really not doing much in the pass rush department this year either. Surprised that he continues to get a helmet over Loudermilk. Maybe that's one of the changes that we'll see this week. Something else too, Jalen Warren, man, he just, he has played very, very well as an undrafted rookie free agent. And he's one of the lone bright spots on this team. He has come to play. He's hungry. He's got great burst, great vision. He can pass protect. And you have to wonder if he's going to start getting more carries over Najee Harris here in the next couple of weeks. Because let's just be honest, the NFL is a results-based business. And if we're solely looking at the results of the running game, Najee Harris just hasn't produced. Now, a lot of that is because there hasn't been a lot of space for him to run. But also, too, what needs to be acknowledged is he's not creating. He's not pushing the pal forward. He looks, he doesn't, and not that he had great bursts last year, great pop last year, but it looks like he's a step slower. I'm not sure if that injury is still plaguing him. But if that's the case, go with the hot hand. If Warren is producing, give him the opportunity. Let Harris recover and get healthy. Warren has earned more carries, more snaps. And maybe this weekend against Tampa Bay, it's the opportunity to do that. A couple other notes here. Ryan Clark, former Steelers safety Played under Coach Tomlin. 
basically ripped the Steelers team, ripped Tomlin, said that the Steelers showed no fight, that they gave up this past weekend, and that all falls on the head coach. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork to hammer the team. And again, it's so hard to quantify that. How do you measure that? That a team quit, that they gave up? Teams are going to get their ass kicked at times. Teams are going to lose 38-3. to It's going to happen. It's part of the NFL cycle. Have we ever thought that the players that are out there just aren't that good? Again, you had a practice squad player in Josh Jackson at cornerback defending Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. What do you think is going to happen? Or James Pierre. We know the troubles that he's had with allowing receivers to get behind him. You have Trey Norwood out there, seventh-round pick playing safety. So I think that narrative is just – that's clickbait. That's wanting to appear over the top so that it's drawing attention. But those players aren't out there quitting. They're trying to fight. They're trying to battle to win. But when you're overmatched in talent – and they were extremely overmatched in the secondary. And here's the thing, it it outside linebacker Malik Reed, I thought he would be would have been a decent addition. He's below pedestrian. He's not good. And who do they have behind him? Jameer Jones. Alex Highsmith is decent, but they're beat up there. They're inside backers. As much as we were excited about Miles Jack, he's been okay. Devin Bush has been okay. But that defensive line is just getting pummeled. There's maybe not as much talent out there as we thought. And when you have injuries to your best players, and yes, I'm going to include Terrell Edmonds in that because he was out this weekend. When you have Edmonds out, when you have Cam Sutton out, your starting corner, when you have Akella Witherspoon out, your other starting corner, You have T.J. Watt out. What do you think is going to happen? When Pat Freyermuth goes out, your starting tight end, who is a legit target for Kenny Pickett, what do you think is going to happen? When you turn over the football against an elite team like the Buffalo Bills, what do you think is going to happen? doesn't have anything to do with quitting or giving up or not fighting that's just it's garbage it's clickbait it's ryan clark trying to draw attention to his show and the same thing with mark madden from the trib live oh there's you know tomlin tomlin's terrible if it wasn't for ben roth whatever Too many people can't be objective. Does Tomlin deserve part of the blame here? Absolutely. Is he going to get beat up this week? And moving forward, if they continue to lose, is his seat going to get warm? Absolutely. Should it? Absolutely. But it's a team sport. It doesn't just fall on one player. It doesn't just fall on one coach. It's holistic. And again... Part of the NFL cycle, part of any team cycle, is you have periods of success and there are periods of transition. And there are dark days. 
It's not light all the time. It's not sunshine. It's not 70 and sunny all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, some days it's got to rain. Some days it's got to snow. And that's the period that we're in for the Steelers. Now, the question is, is how long does it last? And I think that will be the true test of this team, of this organization, is how long does this rebuild, retooling take? Happen to Cower. This will be the ultimate test for Tom. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 200 and 200, 432 of the study session. My gratitude and appreciation to you. It's beautiful, beautiful studying. Let's connect. We could do that one of three ways. Comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Don't forget about the Still City Insider podcast. Jim and I are recording today. That'll be up later. Keep your head up, Steelers Nation. Hey, you got to pay your dues at some point. You can't win all the time. That's not how this game works, man. As a Steelers fan, you got you to gotta ride through the muck. You got to be willing to get dirty, get your face kicked in. That's part of it. That's part of being a fan. It's not all postseason and Super Bowls, baby. You got to go through the losses and ride with your head high. And with that, remember, life is beautiful regardless of the record in the black and gold.